0: It's probably the last episode of 2019. Welcome to the MDM podcast on this December 28th, Saturday, 2019. Um, today, uh, Jonah Rom. He's uh, Jonah's in Puerto Rico, so Trevor's gonna fill in. How you doing, Trevor? I'm doing good. So it's week 17, and we still have a bunch of uh, playoff spots. And uh, was it was a wonder. Do- yeah, I think we still have. We still have what is it? Yeah, we have one division still left up for grabs, and that's going to be the NFC West. And then you have a bunch of playoff spots, so we're going to dive into all of them. And normally, what we do is we take a look at almost all the games, especially Giants and Jets. But uh, for Week 17, we're just going to be looking at the games that uh, dare I say matter. So um, we're going to start with the NFC, specifically the NFC West, where the biggest game of the week, in my opinion, which was Flex Sunday Night Football on NBC will be San Francisco 49ers in Seattle to take on the Seahawks. So, before you give any opinions, Trevor, just let me lay out what's going to happen in this game. So, Seattle clinches the division with a win. San Francisco gets the division with a win or a tie. And the last time these two teams met was on Week 10, and in overtime, Seattle won. So, Trevor, go ahead and just give your um, your reactionary opinion to the game.
1: Well, I think San Francisco, if they win, they get the number one seed, too. San exactly. yeah,
0: Francisco. Can, right. you, can you repeat that? Sorry, you, you broke out. Can you repeat that?
1: Uh, I think the thing is, the San Francisco, if they win, they get the number one seed, too. They just need to win.
0: That's that's yeah. right. They could. I, I've, I also had that here that they can clinch a first round by and home field advantage with a couple of different scenarios. So it's not just the division that suffer grabs here. It's the... It's the entire league and regarding home field advantage. And I was pretty surprised going into this week that the Seahawks were two point underdogs here. And I get why, because the Seahawks now have no running game. They brought back Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin, who were both part of that Super Bowl 48 team that was at MetLife. And um, so the both of them are going to split carries, but the depth chart still has Travis Homer listed as number one back. So I don't like the run game. I really don't. I think Pete Carroll and his coordinators need to give the ball to uh, Russell Wilson a little more this game. And it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust here with no running back.
1: What's your point? San. Francisco? I just took a look at the live line. in San Francisco's three and a half now.
0: It but went I up. Think, wow. I think,
1: I think Lynch and Turpin are actually going to have both, I think, Actually, good games against San Francisco. Now you see, I don't, I don't,
0: I don't know about that because they haven't. I, I, don't. I mean, listen, I. You probably know more than I do. Lynch hasn't played in about a year. I don't know the last time Turbin played. I don't think they're going to get a lot of snaps this game.
1: Now, the, the other thing too is San Francisco's defense hasn't been the same. In recent weeks, nah. you can
0: make that point, too. Well, you, you can also say that in these close and uh, uh, important games, San Francisco's at least gotten close. Remember with the game in... Um, in Baltimore, where it was a three point game and they want to, and Baltimore wanted a walk off field goal. So, in games that matter, the 49ers do come out strong and do play hard. But it's going to be interesting because this place is going to be rocket. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. So, I want to see how San Francisco can live up to this. And, uh, I mean, see, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The, the other point I was going
1: to make in a big situation, who would you trust for? Jimmy Garoppolo or Russell Wilson? Oh, Russell
0: Not Wilson. Wilson. Exactly. Russell Wilson, without a doubt. And, uh, but, I another reason why we talk about this this um this spray which is which is now three and a half you said uh, which is the, the lunch three and a half Seattle had that embarrassing game at home against Arizona last week where they think they' only put up about 13 points to that horrible Arizona defense. So I think Pete Carroll and his Seahawks are absolutely pissed off and I think they're gonna want to you know beat the living crap out of the 49ers.
1: I agree, I agree. And, and I think the reason why they lost the Arizona in that badly, they were looking ahead, I think. Because they knew that the Week 16 game only meant for seeding, and they figured, well, we're not going to looking ahead to next week's big game with San Francisco.
0: I think I should also add that all games with playoff implications were flexed to 425 so that no one knows uh, the outcomes I, to games from one o'clock. Except,
1: except for the seeding games. I think some of the seeding games stayed at 1.
0: Which ones did stay at one? I hear. I have uh, some of them the back. Maybe, I think Green Bay stayed at one. Yeah,
1: New Orleans stayed at one.
0: And and they, New England stayed at one. And Kansas City stayed at one. So a couple of yeah, days I think stayed at one.
1: The Kansas City game should have stayed at 425 because Houston can know when the rest are. To start, but we'll talk
0: about that later. Well, I mean, just to just to talk about that, the the Charger fans, if there are any left in Los Angeles or San Diego, must be pissed because now they got to get up at ten in the morning to watch this game when it was supposed to be one twenty five their time. So, um, yeah. So, like you said before, there were a bunch of um clinching scenarios and uh, for for home field advantage. And I'm not going to list them all for this game, but it's they're up there out in the internet so you this there are ways that San Francisco and Seattle both clinch first round buys and um, home field advantages so Moving on to the less important game, and I have to I have to say I'm very sad because a team actually has to win this division between Philadelphia and Dallas. Uh, Philadelphia is coming to Jersey to play the Giants, and for the Eagles, Eagles is very simple. They clinch a division with a winner a tie, and uh, or a Cowboys loss or tie. But the Eagles are going to be without Ertz. Uh, yeah, they're going to be without Ertz and their star wide receivers like they've been the past couple of weeks. So, um, Trevor, let me ask. How do you think the Eagles respond missing Ertz and a lot of their wide receivers?
1: Well, first off, go with the line again. When Ertz was ruled out, the line went from four and a half down to four. I was just taking a look. But I think the Eagles the Eagles are going to have a defensive approach to the game. I think the Eagles – I could see the Eagles winning this game, you know, 17-13. Like mm-hmm. one of these low-scoring, you know – Fight type of games Like that I think the way They respond to it Is you, you gotta run The ball here And I think Wentz Has to make a couple of Plays mm-hmm. out of the Out of the pocket That's right, I think the Seattle Eagles Win the game
0: so on the Giants side of things, Mike Remmer is going to be out and Nick Gates is going to start again. And uh, another thing to note, Scott Simonson, the backup tight end, is also out. I think they promoted some kid off the practice squad. I don't have his name, but I think the Giants are going to run two tight ends. So it's not like the Giants aren't shorthanded here. But um, the, the past two games, the way the Giants have played against I mean, – let's not get it wrong, they were bad teams. But the way they've come out and the way Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley have clicked, I think it's going to be a much closer game than people anticipate between a 7 and Eight team and a four and eleven team.
1: I, I I totally agree, but I think the one thing about Giants fan is, do you really want your team to win? Oh well, you know, nobody blew Chase Young. Now you could be picking this for as low as seven or eight.
0: I mean, at this point, even if you're not going to get Chase Young, I'm all for winning now because uh, even even without Chase, even even with a pick seven, eight, six, wherever you want to be, it's still a great player. So if you're not going to get Chase Young, it doesn't matter.
1: Well, I think the, the other thing too is if the Giants get number four, we'll talk about offseason stuff. Now, I wouldn't mind the Giants trading down for potential like Tampa Bay or Carolina trying to get up and draft a quarterback before Miami. Oh no, I'm all for
0: that, and especially if they don't like any of the guys. I, I I'm here. I'm pulling up the draft on my computer right now. As I um, anyway, anyway, um, there are a couple of guys after Chase Young that do look fairly interesting, and there's a couple of tackles and cornerbacks and a couple of wide receivers, but. Even if they can't go after Chase Young, who's projected to be the number one pick, uh, cause, actually, not because Cincinnati is going to take a quarterback, there's still a couple of good uh, quarterbacks that are out there. And that's what the Giants need as a defense, af- after especially losing Jenoris Jenkins in New Orleans.
1: I, I agree, too, but just to go back to the game, I, I just can't see Philadelphia losing. To a game that means so much to them, I mean, come down to the playoff.
0: Well, they've done it before. Remember, remember earlier in the year against Miami, they 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 had that disgusting game. If an Eagles fan, I'd be pissed. But yes,
1: but I think I think I think they've played better since then. I mean, they played a, a the defense played a great game against Dallas.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. But but I am just saying for for an eight and seven team going against the four and eleven team, I think it's gonna be a really close game. Uh, Over to Dallas now, who we're going to be in Washington, and uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, it gets a little complicated to clinch the division. They need a win and an Eagles loss, and all throughout the week, Dak did not practice except for a little bit on Friday, and um, it's going to be tough. And they're on the outside looking in now, and the Redskins are going to be without people too. Former Giant Landon Collins is going to be out. Dwayne Haskins is out. Terran McLaurin, who Haskins is connected a lot with. Case Keenum is going to be starting now. So um, for Dallas, I think they do get the win here. Uh, I don't think it's enough. I do think the Eagles actually get the division. Um, But yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I keep talking. Yeah.
1: The one thing I will say is this line keeps going up. Now Dallas is a a 12-and-a-half point favorite. That is
0: absolutely ridiculous.
1: I mean, Case Keenum, I understand what's the Giants defense, but Case Keenum didn't look bad. And, you know, I I mean, I can see Dallas winning this game, you know, 20-13, to you know, something like that. But I I can't see this game being, you know, Forty-two to seven. I can't. I can't see. Oh that no!
0: Happened. I don't. I I don't know if I can trust um Prescott here, even, even with because of all well, the injuries he's had. I don't think I can trust him going I out think there. It's that, I don't
1: think he's that good of a thrower to begin with. They oh no!
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and I don't know about you, but if I if Dallas loses the, I'm, I'm not saying they will, but if Dallas loses this game on Sunday, I think Jason Garrett's out the door by Monday at ten o'clock.
1: Oh, I think Garrett's yeah, out if the team even
0: wins, and the Eagles win. No, oh no, no absolutely, but I think if they don't win this division, Garrett's out the day after.
1: I, I, to make you, Point even further, I think if he even win the division and lose in the first round of the playoffs, he's, he's out. Still out. No,
0: he's out no matter what. But I, I think it would just bring a big smile to my face if he's out the door Monday morning, the day before New Year's Eve. Um, just to wrap up the AFC, there was one thing that I don't know I don't know if, how into this you are, but I like to look at the, the broadcast maps and what announcers are doing which games. And I noticed that Fox is sending Buck and Aikman To Dallas instead of uh, to to Washington to see the Cowboys instead of seeing Philly and the Giants, and this game could potentially have no playoff impact whatsoever, while the Eagles game could. I didn't understand what they were thinking with that on that part.
1: The only thing I could come up with is they think that the Giants are going to beat Philadelphia and the Cowboys are going to win the division. That's the only thing I can come up. I
0: can't. I can't. I I I don't know. I really don't know.
1: They must
0: think the. I mean, they must think the Giants are going to win the game. That's what they think. I mean, I'm not saying the Giants are going to win, but I, I, I do like, I do like the I mean, team the a little better now. No so
1: point
0: about it. But you know what else? You know what else got me a little bit? Seeing Eli and Daniel Jones at that bar in Hoboken. That kind of it brought me back to 2016 uh, playoff game against the Packers when they went out on the boat uh, in Florida. It kind of brought me back. I don't see. I can't see the Giants bringing their A game after this.
1: No. But you know, the Eagles are very really injured, so I think, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be raining potentially. So, you know, it has a fashion of being, you know, a seventeen, seventeen type of game like that.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I really do. And um just to wrap up the AFC, um New Orleans can clinch a first round <laughs> by and a um, home field advantage throughout the playoffs uh, for um after a couple of things that can happen. Along with Green Bay, they can also do that in Dallas. And um, in Carolina for New Orleans, New Orleans better win this game because they're going up against some guy named Will Greer with DJ Moore out. So if New Orleans doesn't get this game, that's just embarrassing. And then, um, like I said, Green Bay's in Detroit playing the 311-01 Detroit Lions. Uh, Over to the AFC because there's a lot going on here. You have one playoff spot up for grabs between three teams and one first round by... For um, one already went to the Ravens, so we'll start with Tennessee, who's eight and seven against Houston, who's ten and five, and uh, Houston clinched the AFC South last week in Tampa Bay, and uh, Tennessee's still fighting for a playoff spot. They get in with a basic win, a tie, plus a Pittsburgh loss or tie, or a Pittsburgh loss and an Indianapolis Colts loss. So, Trevor, are you drinking the blue Kool Aid with Ryan Tannehill?
1: I am, and uh, I think. The Titans actually will win this game. Being you know, on the line at this game now is the Titans minus six. The line keeps going up and up.
0: I, I saw game. last night five and a half, and I'm well. Texas is definitely resting their starters. Well,
1: the only, a- the only the only reason why I wouldn't say that is if Kansas City somehow lost to the Charges, which I don't see happening. Ten Texans can move up from four to three. That's the only way I see.
0: Well, that's why they're resting the starters. They, they can't see the they can't see the San Diego Chargers beating the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: No, and, and, and you know what? Ryan Tannehill. If the Titans and the Bills, or what well, Bills could be the fifteen, if the Titans are the sixteen. Those are some really sneaky teams in the AFC
0: Wild. Oh yeah, I, I love watching those scrappy teams come together in the playoffs. that actually do have a chance. I call them scrappy, but they do have legitimate chances to be. The AFC is one of the is is the weaker is the weaker conference in my opinion. I don't think uh New England's all that good, but I do uh, fear Belichick in the playoffs at Brady. I do I I they're they're no one to sleep on, but I do no. think besides the Ravens, no one here's really catching my eye in the Super Bowl. No.
1: And the other point of the Tennessee is they made a real. St- they didn't win the game, but they made a real statement without Derrick Henry. The way they played against the Warrens. to be in that game, to be up fourteen nothing, I think they made a statement that they were competitive without Derrick Henry against the Saints. That's a great That's- point, and I think
0: everyone's back, right?
1: Yeah, I think Henry yeah. is most likely going to
0: play. So there you go. I do see the Titans winning here. You have to go to Houston and do it, but I think the Titans do come out victorious. Um, yeah. Over to the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, where um, things just keep getting <laughs> worse and worse for Pittsburgh. James Conner is going to be out. Jalen Samuels is going to take over the running back one spot. Mason Rudolph goes to the IR, which means they're forced to go to Duck Hodges now, who last week against the Jets looked awful. So... Trevor, even with Baltimore resting Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram and all their starters, do you see, still see Pittsburgh actually coming out on top in this game?
1: Well, Steelers are minus a point and a half, and my action, my best bet of the whole weekend is actually taking Baltimore to win this game.
0: Well, no, I even trust um RG3 against this Pittsburgh team.
1: I don't yeah, think this Pittsburgh team is all that good. I think Baltimore actually wins
0: the game. Oh yeah, without a doubt, especially when we uh, go back to the line a one point uh, underdog for Baltimore. I that's, well, that's I, g-
1: this game was two and a half, and now it would just slipped to one and a half.
0: Well, because I don't know what it. I don't know what it was because they lost Co- James Conner. I mean, I mean,
1: even if I mean uh, that that
0: offense is just really bad. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh, God. and Doug Doug Hodges, just for everything he. I I I don't like Doug Hodges, but um. He's
1: not Sorry, People can comment a lot of credit. Uh, made it this way. The only reason why the team is competitive, the defense is very good.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and there's there's no no credit to the offense. I mean, besides James Conner and Juju, nothing really gets going there. But um, no, know,
1: the other thing is, I like to, I would like for the Ravens standpoint just for fun. I want to see how og Sweet plays. I think that's going kind to of be cool to see him. When he does. Making
0: it a comeback. That's gonna be that is gonna be cool because you don't get to see him a lot. I mean, he played in a lot of blowouts. I mean he, there were there were a lot of blowouts with Lamar Jackson there. Uh Pittsburgh can clinch a playoff spot with a win plus a Tennessee loss or tie, or a tie with a Tennessee loss, or a Tennessee loss, an Indianapolis win, and a Raiders loss or tie. And then here's where it gets interesting, and this applies to the Raiders too. Pittsburgh can clinch a playoff spot with a Titans loss, a Colts loss – a Colts win, excuse me – and then a Minnesota, Green Bay, Kansas City, and Miami wins. All I think four all of all those people, teams need to win.
1: All the people need to know is if Pittsburgh wins and Tennessee loses, Pittsburgh's in the playoffs.
0: Oh, yeah, no, no. That To, to simplify it, yes. <laughs> but if you go into the strength of victory uh, things – Pittsburgh needs a lot to happen, and as we move into this Raiders seven and eight game against a uh, seven and eight against the Denver Broncos, uh, it's a little more complex because the Oakland Raiders would need to win, have the Steelers lose, have the Titans lose, and then have the Colts win, and then have a win from either Chicago, Detroit, the LA Chargers, or the New England Patriots. So, yeah, good, yeah
1: for the five things that would happen. First off, Oakland's a three and a half point on the dog. So we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Oakland to win the game, that's certainly possible. I could see that happening. Yes. For the Steelers to lose, I can see that happening too.
0: I, I for, see I see where you're going here, dude, and I like it.
1: I, for the Titans to lose, it's a little more tougher, but I could see that happening too. For the Colts to beat the Jaguars, I, Colts are favorite in the game, I could see that happening. And then a win from any of the four, Chicago, they're favorite against Minnesota because Minnesota's resting.
0: Dude, people. just look at New England. They're playing Miami. They're fifteen and a half point favorites. That's my that's my win right there. I don't like Detroit. Yeah. I don't like. I don't know who Chicago's playing. But look at New Chicago, England.
1: Chicago, Chicago's playing Minnesota, and it's Minnesota's yeah. resting people. Chicago's
0: favorite by three and a half. There it is. I think it's very simple. For, <laughs> for I mean not simple, but I think it's much easier than it looks for Oakland to get in. A lot needs to happen, but the a lot looks very possible.
1: And, I, and, I remember, and then I remember five things have to happen. All well, five things are like, oh yeah, that's possible. That's possible. That's possible.
0: They all they all look possible.
1: And, and yeah, no, normally you have five things that need to happen. Normally there's that one thing that's like, ah, oh, that's like the team's like a twenty point underdog. Yeah, it never happened. Yeah, but here. Yeah, I would think that the toughest one would be Tennessee to lose. No, yeah,
0: no, because Tennessee's still playing for the playoff spot. That's the one thing. If we're watching this game, I is, here. I'm going to look it up real quick. Is Oakland playing a 425? Yes. So Oakland's playing a 425, right? So if Jay Gruden, or excuse me, Jon Gruden, looks up and he sees Tennessee is losing, and they're late in the third quarter and Oakland is blowing out Drew Locke and the Broncos. This is going to be good. <laughs> they're going to be a big smile on not the Raiders' any, face.
1: Not even if Tennessee is losing, even if, for example, even if Tennessee is only up you know, 21-17 of which a close competitive game where Houston has a shot to win the game, even if even if the Tennessee game is just competitive, it's only 21-14 or 21-17, something like that.
0: But imagine let's just let's just say all this stuff happens is at Tennessee, right? And the Tennessee game's go, the Tennessee game goes to overtime. And Oakland and Denver are their game's done, Oakland's already won, and now they're in the locker room watching this Tennessee game closely. This is the only game left on before the big Sunday night game. So the 49ers and Seahawks. And we're assuming,
1: and we're assuming that Steelers lost.
0: Yes, everything's happened and Tennessee is still in overtime. They're tied and Texans are about to come out and kick a game-winning field goal. That's going to be an awesome feeling. I hope there's some cameras you know, in for that.
1: I agree. The, the one interesting thing is for the strength of victory for all those teams to win, all those games are at 1 o'clock. I'm just making a point by saying that.
0: So no, that's true, so, Yeah, So the, I mean, th- their playoff things can be over within a, w- within before they even start. If Chicago, Detroit, yeah. San Diego—I uh, keep saying San Diego. I do mean I still call them San Diego. I'm sorry. And uh, New England all lose before this game starts, then it's over. But if, I,
1: but, but, so, truthfully, truthfully, in my opinion—I really can't see New England lose.
0: No, anymore. I can't. That that, <laughs> that, that that that's that's my point. That's my point. They're going to go into this game with extra motivation, knowing that one of the five things is already
1: done. I mean, let's be, let's be fair. Even if New England bought the D game, I would still think they would still win by, you know, three points or something. Like that.
0: I th- Dude, I think New England is still starting their starters. I, I didn't see uh, well, Brady all, sitting... Cause,
1: uh, yeah, because New England needs to win to get a throw in by and yes. second of all, Belichick never rests his people anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was looking at the chart this morning. Brady's playing. Uh, Edelman's always questionable. He's always going to suit up. So everyone's playing for uh, yeah, but, for New England. Yeah,
1: but I know Belichick in the recent years, even if he has nothing to play for, he'll still start his guys. He never rests.
0: And that's what we all love about Belichick. Anything you else you want to add about those three AFC games, Trevor? Uh, no,
1: and all I'll just say is, you know, as an NFL fan, I want to see Tennessee in. I mean... Then Pittsburgh. I mean, I really don't
0: want to see Oakland. And just as an NFL fan, but I want least- to see Oakland. I want to see them go against all these these uh, these five things here, and I want to I want to see them. I mean, they can't. They. I want. The, in the end, I want them to play another game in Oakland, which is not going to happen because they're going to be a wild card team. But it's going to be really. I, I think it'd just be cool for the sport if they defied all these odds. But um, I am rooting for Tennessee. Like you, said. I have no sympathy for Pittsburgh. But I am rooting for Tennessee, like you said. Um, yes. We talked about the Patriots, they just need a win or a tie to clinch a bye, and then the uh, or a Chiefs loss or tie. And then the Chiefs can also clinch a first round bye with a win and the New England loss. And they're taking on the Los Angeles Chargers who are five and ten at one o'clock.
1: Just, on just, just as a point This a point, here, I would never take a win in the minus sixteen and a half.
0: I was actually debating this. I did like sixteen and a half. I'm gonna tell I, you I, why. Because they want that first round bye. I took I I played I play a game with uh, Jonah who comes on the show every week we uh we do a picks game and last night we did them I took them I took them when they were 15 and a half they're up to 16 he said
1: yeah 16 and a half
0: I took them at 15 and a half last night when the line was 15 and a half uh I liked it because I I, I think with Belichick, he wants that first round by
1: no, no question that he does the only thing I have is that how many points the offensive is gonna put up
0: I don't know, but the, I mean, look at uh, Miami defense, Trevor.
1: I, I understand it, but would you be surprised if you saw the win this game twenty-one-six, for example?
0: Uh, no, I wouldn't.
1: That, that's a, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the wing can only put up twenty-one points. What's
0: that? Is that that's fi- that's fifteen, right?
1: Yeah. So the line covers.
0: Yeah. Wow. No, you're right. I wouldn't be surprised. No, you see. Yeah, you're right.
1: And, and second of all, too, in my opinion, if Kansas City is is winning, the room's gonna keep playing. Uh but I I, I just don't know about their offer. I just that's why the only reason why I would take Miami.
0: No, I I get it, but I I just like the I like the extra motivation with Belichick. That's all I'm saying. I like the extra no, motivation. No, I'm just
1: I'm just saying. i just asking if you'd be surprised to be like twenty-one six or something. Like
0: no, I now. wouldn't be. I think that's I think that's a good score, but I mean, I'll be sitting there rooting for um for an extra field goal. <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I, and and then the other thing too is the Chiefs are minus nine, and if they see New England,
0: that's he's a low one too. Charges, if they see
1: New,
0: Sorry. Good. If they
1: see New England's up, they're gonna start resting guys. So that's a tricky line too.
0: Yeah, no. It I don't like lines in week week uh seventeen. It really it really is misleading with the other the resting guys and and the guys resting in the middle of the game. I don't like that either.
1: Yeah, uh, resting guys. Meanwhile, I just booked the last night. The Jets were a point and a half underdog, and now I and saw they, that
0: against the I, against the, the Bills
1: in Buffalo. Buffalo. Why did the Bills arresting people?
0: They are, but I was still surprised. That I wouldn't listen. I have two rules when I do these picks. I don't I don't do the Jets. I don't do the Cowboys. Those are the two people I, I never done. You know, you'll never see me do them.
1: The one, the one 4 o'clock game that doesn't mean anything is actually an interesting game. The Cardinals are the Rams.
0: That's the other That's the other NFC West division game. Why is that interesting to you?
1: Because Kyler Murray against Goff and the Rams missed the playoffs. Kyler Murray playing better. The Cardinals better than the Rams. That's the. I think that's just an interesting game.
0: Cardinals are building something good in Arizona. I really like
1: it. Yeah, you know. And I think the playoffs are going to be fun. And I'm a to make the statement that Buffalo I think could be as good as Baltimore. I think even that...
0: It's a hot take, Jeff. Hot take. Uh, anything else you want to add? Just um. Who, so you, uh, before we end, let's just get your predictions. You think Tennessee makes it? Yes. All right, and then in the and the NFC West, who wins that game? And who? Seattle. Yeah. You think Seattle gets the division? And then NFC East.
1: I'm gonna go with Eagles. I think both
0: win, so that means Eagles get do. Yeah, I do, no. I think both teams do win. I I do think both teams win. I got the Eagles too. I got Seattle, like you said, and then I do have to take Tennessee. But I like Oakland. It's a close second. If Oakland wins, I'm gonna be doing backflips on camera, and I'll, I'll I'll bring I'll bring you on here. We're gonna talk about the Oakland Raiders and how they defied all the odds. Uh, yeah. Thank you for coming on, Trevor. Uh, playoffs come up. If you're interested, you, know, you can always come back on. I'm gonna have a big team for the playoffs um but yeah thanks for coming on and uh i'm joe morales follow me oh wait Trevor, sure. you want to add any sorry do you want to add like a um social media thing
1: or do you no, no, you're ne- next time I'll next- away, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right uh you can follow me on twitter joe morales underscore this has been the MDF podcast